congratulations, you. You're listening to a Radio 191 FM podcast. Yes, you are. The R1 News Headlines. Tēnā koutou. Ko Eileen Aho. Otago branch members of the Tertiary Education Union went on strike yesterday for the second time in as many weeks, demanding a pay rise far better than that put forward by the university. In line with the rising cost of living, the TEU is seeking a pay increase of 8%. The university has put forward an offer of 2% during negotiations. Last Thursday, staff at all eight universities in Aotearoa downed tools, but the visibility and impact of the strike and the ability of staff to attend in person was limited due to a heavy spring snowfall. Yesterday's strike on the Otago University campus saw an estimated 500-plus march on the clock tower, with chants such as hey hey, ho ho, 2% is way too low, and the workers united will never be defeated, ringing out throughout campus. On the steps of the clock tower, TEU National Secretary Sandra Gray addressed the crowd, directing part of her speech directly at Prime Minister Jacinda Ardern. She said striking staff didn't want to be there and would rather be working with students, but had been pushed to take strike action. Alongside TEU members and supporters were members of the Public Service Association and ETU unions, who are also currently in negotiations. The Otago branch of the TEU goes into negotiations with the university again on Friday. Car production in Europe could drop by more than a million cars per quarter, according to a new report from the S&P Stock Market Index. From next month through to the European Spring of 2023, S&P predicts parts shortages and supply bottlenecks to lead to the drastic slowing of production, which will be exacerbated by any energy cuts in winter as a result of Europe's energy crisis. According to S&P, Factories in Spain, Italy and Belgium face the biggest risks as they scored lowest on analyses of energy self-sufficiency. Ski field operator Ruapehu Alpine Lifts has appointed voluntary administrators to assess its financial situation after three years of significant issues. Ruapehu Alpine Lifts operates the Whakapapa and Tūroa ski areas on Mount Ruapehu in the central North Island. Three seasons impacted by the COVID-19 pandemic, alongside poor snowfall this year, have led to significant cash flow pressure, according to John Fisk of PwC, one of the two voluntary administrators. Ruapehu Alpine Lifts employs close to 200 staff across the two fields. The voluntary administrators will operate the business as the company directors search for, quote, the most appropriate way to maximise recoveries for creditors. And those were the headlines on R1 News. Now, kete pehe te ahua o te rangi. How's the weather? The R1 News weather. I tēnei rā, Otipoti can expect a high of te Komarua, 12, and a low of Fetu, 7. Cloudy with a possible shower this afternoon or evening and light winds. Apopo expect a high of the Koma Toru 13 and a low of Fitu 7 again, mostly cloudy with one or two showers possible and more light winds. That was the R1 News headlines. Catch up at r1.co.nz forward slash news or find us at Radio 191 FM on Twitter or R1 News NZ on Instagram and tune in to R1 News at 11 a.m. on weekdays. Thank you for listening to a Radio 191 FM podcast. There's heaps more at r1.co.nz.